hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, you know it's not in the news today. What's that? Hunter Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't that amazing? How does that happen, Bill? Well, it's called you own the DOJ or daddy does, you know, because daddy, you know, Hunter had daddy's influence to get money for the Biden crime family and daddy to the rescue. Anytime, you know, anytime Biden gets in trouble Mm -hmm. or the Biden crime family, well, you know, Biden in trouble. What do we do? Indict Trump. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny you should say that because Larry Kudlow on his program yesterday He did the timeline. Listen. One reason that this is coming out today is because former Hunter Biden best friend forever, Devin Archer, did his deposition yesterday and talked about the Hunter family brand, which is an influence peddling brand. Just let's just hang on a second. You know, they do this every time something bad happens. They come up with another indictment. March 16th, uh, Jamie Comer reveals Biden's family payments. Then a few weeks later, April 4th, Trump's New York criminal indictment. That was the Alvin Bragg fiasco. Then later in the spring, June 8th, Republican views Biden's bribery 1023 form. Okay, the GOP unleashed that. The next day on the 9th, we had Trump's classified documents indictment about Mar-a-Lago. In the summertime, just a few days ago, July 26th, we get the Hunter plea deal blows up in Wilmington, Delaware, and guess what? All of a sudden, Trump has to face additional charges from Jack Smith about uh, covering up tapes and having the maintenance guy. I mean, come on. Yesterday, deposition was very devastating for the Bidens. So today, all of a sudden, lo and behold, they're going to come up with some makeup indictment uh, for January 6th that will hold absolutely no legal water. I guarantee it. Anyway, that's my hypothesis. That's my hypothesis. I think you speak to something that uh, is a concern for not only Republican lawmakers, uh, but Republican voters. And that's certainly going to be a concern as you yes. know, the president, uh, the former president alluded to in his statement that this is timed with the election cycle. Yes. Weaponization. So this is the and, weaponization and exactly, of yeah. indictments. It's crazy. It sure is. That's Larry Kudlow yeah. on his show. And he did that before the indictment came out. Um, and I got a list of the four counts. Do you have it uh, in front of you? Uh, I I saw it last night, but they were all vague. Yeah, they were very vague. And, you know, I was sitting there going, and it's bogus because, yeah. number one, you know, they're going back to the January 6th thing as if it's a proven deal. And it's yeah. not a proven deal. As a matter of fact, all those hearings, which were a distraction all last year, you know, he got debunked mm-hmm. every single thing. And they, they it was one-sided to begin with. So here we are. Taking all the, they take the same crap, and if it doesn't stick on the wall, throw it up there again. Well, here are the indictment charges, Bill. This is only four of them. The yeah. first one is conspiracy to defraud the United States. Okay, now what does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. If you're filing the charge, whatever you want it to mean. Yeah. So um, in other words, so in other words, you uh, you you questioned the election. And you wanted a recount of the vote, uh, and you wanted Pence to. Uh, it's an interpretation of the Constitution, yes. But he did he have the right to, not, uh, you know? Of course he did. Yeah, he, he did. He here's the other thing: conspiracy to obstruct. Okay, now that's that's the charge, and what it goes on to say: conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Uh, bro- uh, and, and, and I guess they're talking about Congress. I guess they're talking about. Uh, you know uh, the all those demonstrators at the uh, at the Capitol on January sixth. Well, 6th. now let's see who really is guilty of the conspiracy. It was it was the Democrats that opened the doors. It was the Democrats that had the security there that let the barricades come down and let people in. Here's another thing: obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. You know, President Trump, by the way, was. Uh, at least a mile away from the Capitol that during that whole day. Uh, at 45, wasn't it like a 40-minute walk? It might have been it was 20, a tw- No, it was a 25-minute walk from yeah. where they had the rally, the Trump rally to the Capitol. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. so no, 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 no. That, that doesn't well, and hold you know what they've already And you know what they've already proven, Bill? That the people were already breaking glass 
and trying to break into the Capitol while Trump was still speaking 25 minutes away at his rally, meaning there were already troublemakers at the Capitol that Trump had, they weren't Trump supporters. They were already there. They were already causing trouble. But nobody talks about that. They'll change the narrative. If they have to answer that, they'll change that narrative. Because look at um, everything they've done with uh, uh, Biden. You know, uh, Biden wasn't there. Well, you know, they, they change their story all the time. I know. They I get know. into this liar's trap, and people are stu- too stupid to see it. They are in a liar's trap, you know, which is any, any cop will tell you what a liar's trap is. You know, when you got somebody... And you know they did it. You just and, let them dig themselves a deeper hole. Yeah, and they they're in that liar's trap. Yeah, um, you know? the the fourth charge, and this is the one that gets me. This is the I think the most vague conspiracy against rights. Conspiracy against rights. What we're doing right now in this program, which is considered free speech, to the wrong person would be a conspiracy against somebody's rights. Well, that's kind of funny you say that because, you know, with everything that's come out, and maybe it's a little bit too soon, but Bernie Sanders got excited about all this. And so he's out there now calling for the DOJ to prosecute anybody who dismisses climate change. Yeah, he wants to go after, if you like, for example, if you like uh, gas combustion cars, you like the old-fashioned fuel cars? Well, that's for Bernie Sanders. No, no, no. That's no, that means you should be prosecuted. You don't go along with his name. And, I mean, is this not the Gestapo taking over? Well, you know, the other thing is they said that, they said that Trump didn't have the right to question the election. Trump Why not? didn't have—no, this is part of the charges. He didn't have the right to question the election. So yesterday— Trump uh, issued a 10-minute montage. I'm only going to play about half of it. Oh, I want, if, I, if I were him, I'd still be bitching about it. Well, I, I would take a week to bitch. This, oh, I'm, I, we got so much to talk about. This is going to be a, a busy show. This is, uh, um, this is the montage. Uh, and if some of the voices sound familiar, it's because it's Jimmy Carter. It's, um, it's Hillary Clinton. It's Al Gore. I mean, the cast of characters is a who's who in democratic politics. And listen to what they're saying. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Could you be my vice president? (laughs) Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put in office because the Russians interfered. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president. Do you believe Trump is illegitimate president? What I believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by the Russian interference. There absolutely is a cloud of illegitimacy. So that legitimacy is in question, yes. So that was a very tainted election. And in that sense, it's illegitimate. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he knows he didn't. He knows he's an illegitimate president. Stolen emails. Stolen drone. Stolen drone. Stolen election. Welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. So do you believe President Trump is an illegitimate president? Based on what I just said, which I can't retract... (laughs) In the Russian attempt to have, to have the election, and frankly, the FBI's uh, weighing in on the election, I think make the, make, makes his election illegitimate. There was a widespread understanding that this election was not on the level. We still don't know what really happened, Isaac. I mean, there's just a lot that I think will be revealed, history will discover, but you don't win by three million votes and have all this other shenanigans stuff going on and not come away with an idea like 
whoa, something's not right here. The outcome of the election was affected by their interference, and now we need to know, you know to what degree, uh, if any, the Trump campaign was actually in collusion with the, uh, so he knows he's an illegitimate president. So of course he's obsessed with me. And I believe that it's a guilty conscience. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. And Al Gore won that election. I think he won it anyway. Actually, I think I carried Florida. Bush versus Gore. A court took away a presidency. If all the votes were counting in Florida that Al Gore would be president today and George Bush would be back in office. I come from Florida, where you and others participated in what I call the United States coup d'etat. There's no doubt in my mind that Al Gore was elected president. I rise to object to the fraudulent 25 Florida electoral votes. I must object because of the overwhelming evidence of official misconduct. It is signed by myself on behalf of my diverse constituents and the millions of Americans who have been disenfranchised by Florida's inaccurate vote count. The Supreme the, uh, Court, not the people of the United States, decided this election. Speaking to a Democratic group in Chicago Tuesday, he made it clear he thinks Al Gore was the winner. By the time it was over, our candidate had won the popular vote. And the only way they could win the election was to stop the voting in Florida. Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush, Jim Baker, and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results. Al Gore would be president. The yeah, Supreme yes, Court elected the president. Yes. Al Gore won the state of Florida in 2000, although not the presidency. But the Supreme Court tampered? That's a large chart. The Supreme Court stopped the counting of the votes, and if they let the count go on, Al Gore would have got the necessary vote. The Supreme Court selected George W. Bush as the president. He was not elected. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. What I observed uh, as a voter, as a citizen of Illinois, uh, four years ago, were troubling evidence of the fact that not every vote was being counted. That last gentleman, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, but there was a, a litany of Democrats. By the way, I should I should point out they put that montage together, Bill, because mm-hmm. it applies to Trump's repeated and widespread efforts to spread false claims about the November 2020 election while knowing uh, they were not true, and for allegedly attempting to illegally discount legitimate votes all with the goal of overturning the 2020 election prosecutors claimed in the indictment. Boy, I've got so much to say. Number one, any candidate on any side of the fence can sit there and they have the right to say, I don't believe this is true, and they can challenge that election. Democrats have done it all the time, every election, and they've even said, I need so many more votes, which is illegal for Trump to say, but not for them to say when they want to overturn uh a representative seat, a Democratic seat, or whatnot. Now, I was in Florida for that Al Gore election, mm-hmm. you know, and I do remember because I, I, where I went, because I lived in, in, uh, in, uh, right off of Sawgrass down there in, in, uh, you know, Broward County, and I went to the elementary school. That was my voting place mm-hmm. to go. Now, when I came in, you know, I said, yeah, I'm, you know, relatively new to the area. I've lived here a couple of years. I've never voted here before. Oh, let me take you over here and show you how to vote. I know how to vote, sir. Just tell me where to go. No, I'll show you how to vote. And they went and proceeded to go behind the the little box that you're in where you do that and you do the mm-hmm. little Chad ballot, ballot thing. And he proceeded to stamp my card. Democrat. I'm Republican. I did not vote for Al Gore, but they were sitting there leading people in there, oh, sure. me yeah. included, and voting for them. And I sat there and said, stop this bus. Now, that poll closed or closed at 6 p.m. I went over to a little bar called Scruples. I used to always go there, Scruples, mm-hmm. and hang out. And I was sitting there watching the election results. And it was coming in Bush, 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 but they were talking about Al Gore is going to take it, Al Gore is going to take it. And they're saying the Republicans reopened the damn polls? No, it was the Democrats. And they reopened that poll and they did everything and they still didn't steal it. I mean, win it. 
Yeah. Well, no. you, and, but, I think that's one chapter in the book of fraud that we have experienced in this country over the last several decades. Uh, I mean, it goes back to 1960. It's uh, pretty, people will tell you uh, that Kennedy literally got Chicago because of uh, the influence uh, of the of the mob. Uh, Sam Giancana's uh, mafia in Chicago literally handed Chicago and Illinois to Kennedy. And it was critical. If he didn't get it, Nixon was going to win in 1960. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there was there was corruption even back then. Well, you know, there, there's that. And, you know, going back to this Trump indictment, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you're paying attention, if you understand how the legal system works and your constitutional rights, you are, you are innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Oh, I know. All right. Did you see, now, by the way, did you see the guy come out, Jack Smith? It. Did you see Jack Smith come out last night at six o'clock? Maybe no, you were, I, I know not. you got a lot, a lot of things going on, but uh, oh. he came out and did a, a president. He essentially made a statement, and in the statement, he didn't sound like a, a, a neutral, uh, nonpartisan. No, he sounded like a Democrat. He sounded like a politician. He tried to look like uh, a neutral uh, attorney, right? But it didn't. Mm-hmm. What he was saying was, was uh, he was he was a, a, a partisan. He was a partisan in this statement. And uh, I heard somebody last night say, "Well, that's he he, he his uh, that was unethical as an attorney. He shouldn't have done that as a that special counsel." All the time. You're right. It does happen all the time. As a matter of fact, you know, he picked. The jurisdiction for this uh, indictment, Washington, because it is a incredibly difficult place for a, a Republican to win in. It just you could, and they don't like Trump. It is a Trump-hating uh, partisan area. And listen to this, Bill. They picked a judge. Her name is Judge Tanya Chutkin. Uh, she was appointed by Obama. She is known for, uh, for she is sentenced January 6th defendants to sentences longer than the government had requested. So I heard uh, yesterday uh, one she's of the biased ex- and she should recuse herself. But she won't. She's there. She's part of the hit. She is part of the hit. I heard um, uh, one of the experts yesterday. I forgot who was it was. Uh, uh, it was uh, I can th- I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. And I'll think about it later when the microphone is off. Uh, but <laughs> the ex- the expert said, um, "Look at he's going to lose in D.C. He's going to be found guilty in D.C. It's a fade complete. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. They're going to do it beforehand, though, because." This is step one. If one more piece of bad news comes out against Biden, their next step is uh, what, another indictment. No, let's just put them behind bars. Now, where are they, they going to put them in solitary confinement? Well, that would be bad. Or are they going to put them there in general population? Let's put them with the, the baddest of the bad. I can see you them know? coming out and saying uh, to a judge somewhere, uh, you know, Your Honor, with uh, all of his resources and a private airplane, uh, he's a flight risk, you know, and and we think that uh, it would be in the government's, the country's best interest to uh, incarcerate him uh, before this goes to court. Well, you know, they're trying to poo-poo now his wealth and say, well, he's a billionaire on paper because of real estate. He doesn't really have any money. You know, he spent huh. $60 million in his legal defense. Right. And the reason they're doing that is they want they want to set the stage that they're going to find any way they can to tie up his assets and bleed him to where he can't defend himself. Now, that is a game of any DA or any prosecutor out there. What they do, the first thing they do against somebody is they starve their money. They find a way to starve the money, cut them off to where they can't defend themselves. And that's what I was getting to earlier. You know, they've, they've reversed, you know, you are innocent until proven guilty beyond a, a reasonable doubt. Now they're saying, well, Trump has the right to 
defend himself and yeah. prove himself innocent yeah. beyond a reasonable doubt. They've reversed the Constitution. But, you know, people who are looking on the sidelines right now, the average schmo like you and me, I mean, looking on the sidelines, and we're seeing this happen to a giant Donald Trump, uh, don't think for one second that when they when they slap him down and they do think they can do it, that they won't come after you and me. Well, I'm starting to believe they're going to do it. And I'm starting to believe then, you know what, they're going to turn on every citizen because, you know, you are a citizen. You will do what we tell you to do. And if we don't no longer have a need for you. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know, last night, uh, Biden was so upset last night that he went out to uh, dinner and a movie with uh, Jill uh, on his vacation. You know, I'm sure when he goes to a movie, by the way, they have to close the movie theater off. I'm sure he has to, you know, if he goes into a, a movie theater to watch a movie, everybody else is, is ushered out because he's the president and for security reasons. It's him and his security he team, and that's it. He doesn't give a damn about anybody or shaking hands. You know, it's all an act. It, it, you know, he thinks he is God. And why does he wear sunglasses all the time? I mean, to hide his dark, dark eyes. To hide his dark eyes. You know, there's something going on here, Bill. There's something going on. There's something going on here that we're not privy to. I think President Trump is privy to it, and I think he's. That's why he's fighting so hard. I, I look at President Trump and I think, my God, how can the guy stand, stand all this uh, pressure? But he seems to be able to tolerate it, and I think that's because none of this is a surprise to him. I think he has anticipated this stuff for months. I think they have strategized this for months. I do think that there is a counteroffensive that we're not aware of yet. And well, I, I hope you're right because I, you know, I'm starting to believe that the, you know, all hope is lost. You even got Pence that made the statement. I got it right on, here. Yeah, got it right here. Yeah. Oh, is it audio? It's no. He he. It's yeah, a written he statement. Said anybody that yeah. Yeah. Everybody anybody that puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. Yeah. Well, Mister Pence, listen to your own damn words because you had the constitutional right to sit there and question yeah. that, and you didn't do it. You put yourself over the Constitution. This guy's got three percent. He's got three percent of the vote. You right have now. no percent of the vote. I, I, well, these are probably all people who work for him. But uh, uh, this is a guy who uh, is a big-feeling liar, a big-feeling liar. He purported to be on our side. He stood next to President Trump and took all of the, the gratuities of the vice presidency. He welcomed all that stuff. He loved being vice president. That was nice. But when the kitchen got a little warm, he got out of the kitchen. You know, mm -hmm. he, he didn't go in there and, and uh, stand with us. He didn't stand side by side with Trump. He was a two-faced weasel. And if anybody votes for, uh, for Mike Pence, you got to screw loose. You got to screw loose. This is a guy who cannot be trusted, never mind with uh, the presidency. I wouldn't trust him with my car keys. Because I don't know where he'd park my car. I mean, this is a guy who is, he's, he's, he pretends to be a born-again Christian. Oh, I'm a Christian, and I'm devout, and look at me, I'm wonderful. Yeah, he's the guy who had the fly land on his forehead during a debate, and it stayed, well, there, fly, for, no, it yeah, stayed yeah. there for about 10 minutes, and he didn't swipe it away. I don't know about you, but if there's a, cr a fly crawling around my forehead, and, you know, they do have monitors in the studio, he could probably see in the screen that, that the fly was there. And he, all you had to do is flick it off. What was that, you know? But no, no, he just let it roam around. It was right at home. Maybe there's something well, more to that. I mean, you know, flies know crap when they see it, you know? And you ever see crap <laughs> swat off a fly? Yeah, no, yeah, that's, never that's true. Well, he, he is... Uh, um, uh, it happened know, to Obama too, so you know there you go. They're both in the. It same happened to Hillary boat. too. Yeah, well, it, it happened to Hillary too. You know, um, I I don't know where this is all going, Bill, but I do think that it's it's taking our country through a uh, uh, a dark place. We are in desperate need for uh, a course correction, or we're going to be a different country when we come out of this. Well, I think we're already a different country. We're just seeing it rear its head.
and you're going to see it down in Georgia next. We knew this was coming, so I don't know why I'm so upset, but the, the simple fact is I knew it was coming, but I also know it was bogus and BS. Yeah. And now, you know, it is the icing on a crap cake. And Well, they, uh, you know, I think, I think we're all upset, Bill, because it's not just an indictment on Trump. We all feel like it's an indictment on us. It's a personal attack on us. It is. It is. And, and uh, you know, by the way, President Trump is, um, uh, I guess he's still going to do his rallies. He's not uh, slowing down. I think he will win, by the way, even if they do put him in jail, unless they do something to him in prison. I think well, he will you know, win. If, if anybody does anything to him in prison, it will be the DOJ and Biden's cronies. Because... You know, there's talk they want to lock him up and throw him into, you know, the in, into the pen with all these murderers and rapists and all of that, you know, thinking, yeah, wait until he gets a load of them, you know. But they may turn around and like the hell out of him. You know, the thing that gets me, though, Bill, we live in a country that has prided ourselves in how we treated our former presidents. Not every former president, by the way, in our history was a great president or a great man. I could go through a litany of uh, of characters we've had as the president, but we never treated them with disrespect because we always respected the office they held. Mm-hmm. You know, we always respected the presidency. But the Democrats have changed the whole ball game. They've changed the rules. This is going to be a different thing from now on. I mean, don't you think for one second if Trump gets into office, there isn't some kind of retribution? And they know it, by the way. You know, we're not fighting Biden. We're not fighting Jack Smith. We are fighting the deep state right now. Yeah. And you know what? You know, yeah, it's a new government. It's a one-sided government. And you got to understand that. Even if you're on the side that's voting for all this change, you know, you just wait until, you know, you complete your coup d'etat, you know. Mm. Then they're coming after you, my friend. And you're not my friend, by the way. I'm um, just, it's a figure of speech. You know, anybody that's going along with this crap, they're not a friend. Well, you know, I was thinking. They're not a patriot. Bill, if you, are, if you are a Democrat and you never voted for Trump and you don't like Trump, in, you know, particularly, what happened yesterday and what has happened recently should upset you too because it's not that they're going after Trump. It's how they're doing it and what they're doing to our country. They are destroying a once great nation, a nation that a lot of guys gave everything to defend. And, and well, these guys are just throwing it all away. Proof, you know, it's, it's, it's surface proof, but proof that this is all crap. You know, Trump used to be a Democrat. And before he ever said that he was going to run, none of these woes, these, these indictments and accusations and stuff like that, you know, were there. He was considered a nice guy. Oh, he gave money to all of them. They loved you know, him. They used to come knocking on his door. And they know? might sit there and say, well, there was a sexual allegation lawsuits. Do you know how many sexual allegations that Biden's had? That oh, yeah. Obama's had? Sure. That, uh, okay, let's go back to Bill Clinton. Oh, my Hell. God. Bill Clinton is, uh, he's the grand master of sexual allegations. Um, yeah. No, you're right. He smoked. He smoked contraband that was concealed well, in a very. But he didn't inhale. place. But he did well, not he inhale. inhale. He did right. not inhale. His lips probably didn't touch that cigar. That, that's true. Um, also, I, I got you know, they named unnamed co-conspirators in this indictment yesterday, and they they said it was a, an attorney or several attorneys, and of course, as soon as yeah. they mentioned the word attorney, CNN jumped the fence and blamed Rudy Giuliani. They said they named Rudy as the unnamed yeah, co-conspirator. But yeah. the thing is, it's an unnamed co-conspirator. That means that nobody's supposed to know anything. So uh, I got a few minutes of Rudy Giuliani talking sure. about his opinion. And uh, Rudy has something to say. Listen. And now let's bring in former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani. He's also the host of the hit new show, America's Mayor, which you can catch on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, and Gitter. Mr. Mayor, the reason why I listed the first two, I was watching some of the various networks prior to coming live here at 8 o'clock. And over on CNN, sir, they they named you as one of the co-conspirators. MSNBC, Joy Reid, went further and said Rudy Giuliani 
is or allegedly is or somehow framed it where they were pointing the finger at you as being the number one, the first co-conspirator. How do you respond to those, uh, not really well, accusations, I mean, those no comments? Way, no way they have not sent me a target letter, a subject letter, and any kind of letter. Uh, everything I know about this is uh, exculpatory. What I mean by that is, to me, when I read this, it contains a tremendous amount of false statements, uh, more false statements than true ones, actually. And uh, it seems like it's not even an indictment. I'm not sure I know what the crime is. I mean, I know these crimes. These are very, very vague crimes. Supreme Court has criticized most of them for being too vague. It charges actually Donald Trump with exercising his right of free speech. I mean, it's, it's, this is a historic and very, very sad indictment because it's probably one of the biggest attacks the United States government has made on free speech in our very, very long and illustrious history. We not only have the most crooked president we've ever had in our history, we have the one who violates the Constitution the most. This is an out, this, this indictment is an outrage. This is, whether, whether you agree or disagree, whether this is true or false, every single thing here he had every right to say as an American citizen. When the, when the hell does the government get to tell you you can't object to an election? I mean, Hillary Clinton said most of this stuff, but of course she never gets indicted. She even smashed up her hard drive and got rid of 300,000 emails and paid a uh, paid a million dollars to develop a false story to frame Donald Trump. And she's walking around free as a bird. And Donald Trump is getting indicted for exercising his right of free speech. I think I have to remind these guys he's an American citizen. You know, and, and Mr. Mayor, four of the six co-conspirators, they again didn't name, but they, they outlined four, are attorneys. Now, all of a sudden, you can't talk to an attorney and, and without them feeling like they're going to be indicted for co-conspiracy charges? I mean, yeah, right. if, if or, or that's not uh, tampering, I don't know what is. Go ahead. Well, if you don't agree with the regime, uh, they try to disbar you and they try to imprison you. What does that sound like? Sounds like communist China to me, not the United States of America. Biden has ruined our country. It's a disgrace what he's done. And I don't care if you hate Donald Trump. This is a violation of his right of free speech. You even have a right to lie under the First Amendment. Now, he didn't. The, the, the strange thing here is the people lying but the people bringing this and this this count they have here, conspiracy against rights, they should be indicted for conspiracy against rights for bringing this indictment. It's a conspiracy against. So, the so, Mr. Mayor, no one, no, no one contacted you. You didn't have to testify in front of this oh, grand I, jury. I gave them. Uh, I voluntarily, I voluntarily gave them all the information that I could that wasn't privileged. Uh, because all the information that I have is that just like he was innocent of the false charge of Russian collusion, he's completely innocent here. I don't possess any information that is inculpatory. I mean, I know they have written lies in the newspaper. I cooperated against him like hell I did. There's nothing to cooperate about. If I cooperated against him, you should put me in jail for perjury. I don't have any information that he yeah. violated any law. What I do have is I would seriously consider indicting them to 18 U.S.C. Section 241 for indicting a man for exercising his right of free speech. That's a conspiracy against rights. These people are dangerous. They don't seem to care, Mr. Mayor. They, they don't. They, they don't seem to care, and they don't care that, that the timing of this just looks, it stinks. It stinks like rotten fish. Take a listen to uh, Jack Smith earlier today saying, after two and a half years, after two and a half years since the alleged crime that Donald Trump committed was happened, two and a half, now they need a speedy trial. Listen. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. Mm, go ahead, Mayor. What do, what do you say to that? 
what I say to that is there's no way this wasn't rushed because it's also poorly written and has a lot of mistakes in it. This was rushed for two reasons. One, yesterday, Biden got his head kicked in completely. Uh, the false exculpatory statements that were revealed yesterday, 24 of which most lawyers wouldn't understand this, completely convicted. Under the law, a false exculpatory statement is as powerful as a confession that comes right out of evidence textbooks. Uh, what, what Archer did is prove that for 10 years, Biden has been lying completely. All of that can be used against him as evidence of guilt. It's very, very powerful. It's much more damaging than I think even the, a lot of the congressmen realized. And it makes him like probably not only the biggest crook in America, he's the biggest liar. So what do you, what do you, what do you say to Jack Smith? I mean, uh, and, and again, I guess you have to be careful what you say. He still is the, the special uh, investigator, the special prosecutor. I, you know, I'm, I kind of long ago, you know, yours and, and others' future. Long ago, stop being careful, and I didn't worry. I don't worry about the Jack Smiths of this world. Uh, I have a chapter in my book called "Stand Up to Bullies." So here's what I say to Jack Smith: After the Supreme Court threw out your case, which should should, should have been a disgrace, and you should have gone and found another profession because you don't belong in this one. This one will be your legacy, violating the right of free speech of an American citizen. Never mind whether he was president or not. It could be anybody. It could be a homeless person. You don't get to violate people's First Amendment rights, Smith, no matter who the hell you are, or no matter how sick you are with Trump derangement syndrome. And this isn't the first time you've acted like an unethical lawyer. It should be the last. That's Rudy Giuliani, and boy, he, uh, he people say, well, what, Rudy Giuliani, why is he an expert? Well, I'll tell you why he's an expert. He was the former. He was the uh, the chief of the, uh, the the New York District for the Justice right. Department. He has a background in law. He's a good lawyer. Besides being the mayor of New York during one of the most difficult times in the history of our country when we were hit uh, during nine eleven, and then of course he was an an, an aide to President Trump, and of course now he's being punished for that. You know, uh, that's that's what they Anybody do. Anybody that now. gets close to Trump gets yep. punished, you know. Well, yep. it's funny. The Dems, you know, uh, on um, on the Hunter Biden thing. Well, yeah, we heard from the expert witness. Uh, yeah, so what? There's no proof there, even though the guy the guy connected the, the, the dots, crossed the T's, dotted the I's, showed uh, everything that was going on, you know. Uh, so what? You what know what? Proof? It, Nothing. You know, during the January 6th congressional hearings, mm -hmm. uh, it was obvious to anybody who was watching it and paying attention that it was a stage performance. It was based upon no real facts. And what I found interesting with the statement that Smith said yesterday was it was a continuation of that script. He they were, he, he went out on the, the platform in front of the press yesterday and... He said, you know, January 6th was awful. The real heroes were the, he said the real heroes were the Capitol Hill police. And nobody on either side of the fence has said that they weren't heroes. I mean, whether or not it was staged and a big act, that's another thing for another, another time. But the guys who stood up uh, because it's their job, they were heroes. And, and everybody agrees with that. But, you know, the real victim was Ashley Babbitt, for example. Ashley mm -hmm. Babbitt was, you know, in there. She was uh, ushered in probably by uh, probably by Capitol Hill police because they allowed people in. They were just standing aside. Nobody's talked about those videotapes where they opened the doors and stood to the side while people walked in peacefully. They didn't charge in with sticks and, and rocks. And... Uh, um, but she was uh, all of a sudden summarily executed by that lieutenant, that Capitol Hill police officer, who later mm -hmm. went on NBC and was interviewed like he had saved the country. And he talked about it. He talked about that murder, that lieutenant, with uh, almost pride. Oh, would you do mm -hmm. it again? Yes, I'd do it again. You know, I mean, he killed a young woman and well, there was no purpose for it. 
get ready for more of that. You know, I have two things to say here. I'll backtrack sure. in a second. But, you know, when, when you talk about him killing a young woman, innocent, uh, they're setting the stage to uh, go after the right and anybody that, that uh, you know, argues against them or questions what they do. You know, the, this they're, they're changing the Constitution, your rights and everything, and vilifying anybody that that is a Trump supporter. Uh, look at down in Georgia. You know, they're getting ready to indict down there, and we know that's all crap and bogus. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to find 17,000 more votes. Well, guess what? Every Democrat has said that. That is lost. Sure. So he, but he's Trump. He doesn't have the right. He's a Republican. So what have they done? They put up barricades, and, you know, uh, uh, even somebody here sat there and said, well, that doesn't look good. I said, yeah, it's all staging because, and they, they would love nothing more than to see the right go ahead and engage because then they can sit there and say, aha, it, but it's all about that. They want to vilify us and, and make us, you know, the enemy, they need yeah. an enemy. And as far as a, uh, an attorney or uh, a prosecutor, uh, you know, when they sit there, when they do something that is egregious, that's illegal, or they 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 step outside of their bounds, which Jack Smith has done, mm-hmm. their license, their law license, is in jeopardy. They can be fined, they can have it revoked, they can have it suspended. I've seen it happen to attorneys that have done this, that have that have uh, stepped over the bounds, which Jack Smith has totally stepped over. But it's with the blessing of the Democrat Party. So nothing's going to happen to this guy. No, as a matter of fact, you mentioned law licenses. It's interesting. This is stepping into uh, an, another story a bit. But uh, Hunter Biden, when he when the deal yeah. collapsed, uh, when the deal collapsed uh, this past week. He, did, uh, he bragged. He, he, the judge said, you are an attorney. He And Biden said, yes, Your Honor, uh, licensed in the District of Columbia and Connecticut. And... Connecticut came back and said, uh, your license lapsed two years ago, Mr. Biden, for non-payment of, uh, of fees. Yeah. And so the judge had said, uh, don't lie to me. And if you do lie to me, I'm going to revoke this. You're going to end up in jail. Well, here's the thing. Nobody has said that he should go to jail. He lied to the judge in court under oath about his being a licensed attorney in Connecticut, yet nothing has happened yet to this guy. And he's going to say it's an oversight, but anybody, you know, you could be in real estate, you could be in mortgage lending, you could be a, uh, a police, uh, uh, an attorney. You pay license fees mm-hmm. every year, and they tell you if it laps, if it lapses, you don't have a grace period. You have a grace period to yeah. renew it, but you anything that you've done during that time of lapse, is moot. Mm -hmm. You know, because you're stupid and you forgot (laughs) to renew it. And, you know, so if he goes, oh, it's a simple oversight. No, he knew damn good and well. And if he didn't know damn good and well, he he should have never been licensed anyway. Question. I mean, last night I was so upset, by the way, with this whole indictment. And I kept thinking, I shouldn't be upset. I'm probably more upset than Trump is. Uh, but I, I was upset and angry. And I was thinking, where is this taking us as a country? What's going to happen next? I mean, how far can these people push us before something happens, before there's an explosion? I mean, uh, be it a demonstration that goes wrong or whatever. At what point does does this thing back, you know, explode yeah I, I god forbid i i'm not i don't want violence i don't want there to be uh any kind of uh revolution because i think that's what they want on the other side mm-hmm. i think they could uh initiate martial law they could cancel the elections there's so many things they could do if uh if that happens and i do think by the way they're not it's not against them to stage events well that's that's what I was just going to say. You know, at what point do we say enough's enough? Well, I wondered why that damn didn't break a long time ago, but I don't think people are buying it. Now, some of it is pure ignorance. Some of it is just, you know, I'm not going to take the bait. So 
if we're at that point and they just go and stage it, like I just talked about the barricades down in, in mm. Georgia, and they keep showing this yeah. because they, they're trying to build a narrative. Yeah. They're trying to program into your mind, you know. For, there's going to be violence, yeah. There's going to be violence, and all they need is one person to do it, and we're all guilty. And if nobody does it, then they're going to find somebody, and they'll stage it, and then that person will be forever lost in the page of history. Where'd they go? Well, I don't know. We never got them. You know, well, yeah, because it was a setup. It was a state. You know, if you want to know how powerful the state is, I I was watching this weekend a movie that is uh, 25 years old now, Mm -hmm. Enemy of the State. Uh, And um, have you seen that movie? Do you remember that movie, Enemy of the State? Uh, A young lawyer in New York, in uh, Washington, uh, gets caught up and he literally. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I, I'm vaguely familiar with it, but you know, something. Trying to think of the the guy who stars, and I know his name. You know, Will Will uh, Smith is the uh, star in the movie, and he is excellent. And it's and uh, uh, it, it, this was 1998, and they had their fingers and everything back then. Can you imagine how uh, how much they have themselves in now? I mean. They are everywhere. They can manipulate stuff. You know, we talk about the the fake news. Uh, it doesn't really surprise me, and it shouldn't. I, I, I would think that it, it is controlled by the uh, deep state. It is controlled by the government. You don't get anything out of the news nowadays unless it's something that they've approved and they want out there, you right. know. And that's why guys like Trump drive them nuts. He gets up in a rally mm-hmm. And he, he points to the fake news in the back of the of the auditoriums, and uh, the people boo, and that they just don't want that. They they want to be be able to manipulate you without you knowing about it. Right. So I, I don't, don't know where it's going. I, but, uh, do you think we're going to go into a? Uh, do you see violence uh, with this? Uh, yeah, I just don't know when it's going to happen. You know, because I don't know how long the American public is going to put up with this. But then again, you know, they might be going, what can I do that is going to be of any significance without putting myself, my family, and everything I own at risk? Well, you look at what happened to January 6th, right? I mean, I think that they they literally have put those people behind bars, many without even a trial yet. Well, they're moving them now. I mean, they're taking those people and putting them, in, putting them in the worst case scenario, and they haven't even been tried. And right. ah, let's throw them into the gulag, you know. Let's, you know. And some of the that judge that we mentioned that is going to be uh, right. t- taking she's the, one of those. She's she has given them sentences that have been longer than those requested by the prosecution. The prosecution may say, "Your Honor, the, we think this deserves a uh, three years behind bars," and she'll give five. I mean, this is the type of person she is, and she, and she's a partisan. There's no way that Trump is going to win no matter what. This judge is going mm-hmm. to put him behind bars. Uh, Don't you have the right to uh, an impartial jury and judge when you're trying? I would think you have a right to change a venue, right. meaning get out of Washington, go out to Indiana someplace, you mm-hmm. know. But anyway... Um, I guess that we are uh, uh, in the darkest times that I could remember in, as a country. I mean, I've lived uh, through wars in this country. Uh, I've lived through some dark times. I've lived as a young boy. I remember the assassination of President Kennedy. That was mm-hmm. a terribly dark time in our country. I would submit that this this is different. Whereas if you think of the Kennedy assassination as a wound to the country, a quick wound of the country— you know, and we healed, but it was uh, fast and it was decisive, and it, it, we 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 then heal. If you look at what's happening now to our country, it's like a cancer. It's slow, it's pervasive, and it's tearing us apart. It and it's 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 ruining from top down the greatest country on this planet. And if you think for a second this isn't planned, then you are sorely mistaken. This thing mm-hmm. is planned from the get-go. 
These people who are doing this, you know why we're seeing so much happening with Trump right now? Uh, in it, you know, we we you know that the biggest crime right now in, in D.C. is Biden and his corruption. If we had an honest press, they would be all over it like flies on manure. But nope, they kind of have to. Uh, they report on it half-heartedly. They say things like, "Well, you know," uh, pre- they even say things like President Biden uh, wasn't truly aware of what happened with his son's oh, business dealing. Crap. I heard them say it, so help me God. They're trying. They're already making excuses for Biden, and, and it's disgusting. If these guys had a, had a, a soul, they would be on him, and they would. But nope, they're they're jumping all over Trump. These vicious sharks, these predators, are doing their damnedest to ruin this good man. You know, forget the fact that he has a, a, a personality that's a, you know, kind of overbearing for some people. Forget the fact that uh, he likes to get his tans or whatever. There are people who don't like President Trump for a number of reasons. But mm-hmm. somebody said it yesterday in that, that editorial that we listened to. Hey, who cares? Who cares about those things when you are facing demons, when you are facing the devil, when you're up doing toe-to-toe with evil? Forget all that nonsensical stuff. That's nothing. That's nothing. Demons and the devil. There's a poll out there because if you don't hear about the Trump indictment, you're hearing fluff news. But there's a poll out there that says people, Americans— not mm-hmm. people, but Americans believe more in heaven and angels than they do in hell and the devil. Well, you know, hell is a place on earth. It's called Washington, D.C., and I believe Biden is the current devil in charge. You know, just so you know, there is a hell and there is a devil, and it's right here in the United States. And, you know, and he wears this cloak of uh, of goodness he tries to pretend that he's a no practicing man practicing no catholic goodness. and he says uh you know he tells everybody he can relate to them this is a guy who's been trying to manipulate everybody from the time he stepped into government this is a guy who has taken you know, i'll never forget that interview he did when he was a young senator when he said, uh, the, the, the interviewer said, you know, well, there's a lot of corruption in government, and uh, uh, thank goodness you're not involved with that. And Biden's first part of his answer was, well, I'm not too sure whether I'm not corrupt. He said uh, it. He said that in the, the truth. Yeah. Maybe the well, only you know, time. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I wonder about Biden and his love for his son and his protection of his son, who is a— uh, a crack addict, a coke addict, and he's always wearing sunglasses. Well, so does Joe. Yeah, you know. So how corrupt is Joe? Well, you know, has he, Joe partaking in things that he shouldn't have partaken in. I heard. I didn't, I'm not sure exactly in, in the manner that it was done, but they were talking yesterday, one of the programs that apparently uh, they were using the death of his first son, Bo, as an excuse for some of the confusion. Uh, during this whole process right now, they will stoop to the lowest of low levels to uh, try to rescue Joe's bacon, right. p- pull it out of the fire. Uh, and, and Joe doesn't obviously care, and he had no love for that son, Even, and I hate to say that, but he would not allow that if he were a man with cojones well, at all. You know, he, Bill, but he, do- he doesn't have a heart, he doesn't have a soul, and he's got no cojones. He wouldn't so, have run know. for president. He, he, he seriously think about this you got your only son is sick to the core with all of these vices and you know it it's not a secret to the family he, and yet you think it's a good idea to run for president uh because i really want to be president i want the power forget my son you know uh we'll bring him along for the ride we'll try to figure it out as we go but i mean a good man would have said, "No, I'm going to take some time with my, uh, with my son and my family, and and kind of rescue him." And by the way, he was so arrogant, you know, he knew he was stealing all this money, these millions and millions right. of dollars of money. And if he hadn't run for president, he would have gotten away with it. Nobody would have questioned his well, money. His ego, and you know what? How many people do you personally know, and anybody listening? Do you personally know that voted for Joe Biden, went to one of his rallies, 
had a bumper sticker for Biden-Harris, had a Biden flag out in the yard, any of the above or all of the above. None. I don't know a damn soul. None. Nope. And I have Democrat friends. No, I don't either. And, I'm, I'm I'm sure that some of my friends voted for Biden because but I'm uh, I have by rallies. I well, yeah. yeah. You you told me about the one you went by in Erie. Yeah, uh, montage, not, not Erie. I'm sorry, montage. Yeah, montage over there by PNC Field, and yeah, you know there was yeah, six people or six cars all together. That was it, and it was a big rally. They boy, they talked about it on the news, and there was nothing there. It was a nothing cake, but yet. This guy won by a landslide, and not only that, he is the most popular president in the history of the USBS. Well, I think he— The facts don't work. I think that uh, President Trump—you know, I do know that he knows that if things aren't fixed, nothing will change in 2024. They'll steal it again. I see. I think the steal is in. I think it's, it's fixed. Hillary's loss the, wasn't the, supposed Bill, to happen. The key is, no, I really think, though, that if the military, if there's a faction of the military that is behind President Trump, if they still think of him as the commander-in-chief, because if they have solid information that he truly won the election, then they would have an obligation to stand with him. And we have civil war because you have the military divided, and we will be fighting amongst ourselves like they do in foreign countries, and you got guerrilla warfare and everything going on. We well, let me ask you a question. I, I, I mean, if the, if if they have the truth and they don't stand by it, they're in violation of their oath. I took that oath. You know, you swear to uh, right. uh, pr- to Let's protect say, and though, defend against enemies both foreign and domestic. How do you find the people that believe what you believe that took that oath? Well, I mean, if you are. If you are, um, let's say, commander of a, a, a region, southern, what do you, you know, uh, I mean, there may be a, an element of the military. For example, President Trump created Space Force. Yeah, right. they want to he move cre- that wait, let me, too. Let me finish. Well, cre- they don't want to move it. But, okay, yeah, go ahead. He created Space Force, He and there is uh, uh, people who believe that Space Force, uh, oh, they were charged with literally retrieving all of the information, digital and physical, from 2024, and they got it. Remember President Trump said, we got him, we got him dead to rights. He said this. I heard him say it. And they they were ignored. And I some people think that if they had pressed the issue in 2020, it would have looked like a coup d'etat on the part of Trump. It would have looked like, right. a, a, a you know, it, it would have looked like he was wrong. So he had to let it play out. He had to do what he's doing now. He had to take the blows so that you would see how corrupt the other side is. And believe me, a casual observer right now just has to open their eyes and look. You see Biden and his family stealing money hand over fist. Mm. And uh, you know the guy's corrupt. You see all these phony, bogus charges. One thing I thought was interesting was when Giuliani said this thing was thrown together, meaning the charges, meaning it was probably thrown together in a night. All those charges, he, you know, this mm. guy Jack Smith probably took five of his attorneys and said, "Each one of you, give me ten pages of a different charge on Trump. I want it by tomorrow morning." And they all went home and wrote the ten pages, brought it back in, and that's how he had the the charges put together. But it was poorly written, and the charges were vague. Because well, they're vague because, you know, these guys don't write things. They take law books of previous cases, and they they take it and rewrite stuff. I know. That's all they're doing. I mean, it's copy and paste. I know. Let's be honest, because if you've ever been in any kind of legal procedure, I mean, I know somebody that's going through that right now, making a mistake in their case, but what they're doing is is they sit there and, uh, well, I just... Well, I I think that I think we could probably go on and on, Bill, about this. Yeah, and I don't I'm mean to interrupt you, but here. yeah, the clock, the old clock on the wall says it's time to wrap this one up. But there is tomorrow, thank goodness, and we'll uh, have more to talk about tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Th- thank you, Annie. Uh, if you want to reach us, our phone number is eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. If you'd like to be a sponsor to the show, you can either call or you can write, but we'd love to hear from you. But time again is 
not on our side. <laughs> Thank uh. you, Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones. Well, you're yeah. welcome. Hey, listen, uh, gonna uh, and we're going to end as we always end with the traditional quiet, calm, and peaceful sign-off from my cohort in crime, Bill Knight. Bill? Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. Is that no, what you no, want? No, 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 no. I want it with Hasta a little... Hasta la vista, baby. We out of here. That's it. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>